Shalom, this is Resilient One. I wanted to come on here to go over some of my um, favorite, I guess, Bible verses. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to open my Bible in real time. So you guys can just listen to some of the things I highlighted in my Bible. And I might go over what the scriptures mean to me. Or I just might read them. And, you know, my suggestion is... I'm not reading the whole, you know, verses ahead of the verses I read to you guys. So if you want to have full understanding of maybe some of the scriptures I go over to go over with that I don't really give any feedback on, you you can maybe go and open your Bible and read a few, maybe a, a few paragraphs ahead of what I put on here. So because this I'm just opening my Bible and going over some things with whomever is hearing this. So let's start with, yeah, let's see. Well, I'm going to go. I actually opened something and I was like, yeah, I don't know about that one first. Let's not go there. So. I don't know. Let's go here. Let's go to Hosea. And y'all just having fun right now. It's, um, it is a day of rest and I really need to read some scriptures. And so how about this way? And I'll probably get off when I get off of here. I'm going to over whatever book comes to my mind so let's go to Hosea says four four and six it says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because thou rejected the knowledge I will reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the laws of thy God. I will forget thy children. Now, yeah, in my Christian years, in my Jehovah Witness years, I actually Jehovah Witness books are probably totally different than this translation all the way. But um, in my Christian years. <sighs> I would read this and liken myself to a heathen Gentile. I would be like, okay, yeah, I, 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 I you know, the laws, I'm not going to steal. Like, I'm not, you know, what, you, what is he talking about? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm his people. But then this is the thing about the Bible is you can read the Bible. I think I've read Proverbs and Psalms um, at least once or twice over sometimes. And, um, throughout the years of being a believer i've been a believer well pretty much all my life but more so really trying to abstain from a sinful life you know the last couple of years and now for real for real heavy but every time i would read back a scripture Throughout the years, it would sit differently with different with me every time. Like my understanding would be different, or the timing of when I read that scripture would apply to what I'm going through. But then I'll read it five years later, and it really applies. Or it just it, the scriptures turn into um, the meanings of certain things change as you get more knowledgeable or you go through certain trials. At least for me. So this one I would have read back in the day, and I. You know, my Christian life, I didn't understand that I am, you know, God's chosen people. You know, I come from a his, one of his tribes, one of his 12 tribes. And now reading this and understanding me coming from his tribe and me being his true chosen people. This tells me like how I think about how we as a uh, as a culture, the culture I come from, how we have neglected and how we lost our way and um, how we did not have the knowledge. Like it took me years to fully come to the conclusion of who I 
to who I am as as a most high as a most highest chosen people. So anyway, Hosea four and six um, reminds me that we have been destroyed for a lack of knowledge. If we knew who we were as a people, we probably, even though at the end of the day we're still cursed, but if we knew who we were as a people, we probably would have been. There probably would have been more of the remnant left, I guess. So, um, let me go to another book. This one I have open. So this one is, oh, well, this is Zechariah 13, 8 through, y'all, I messed my book up, kind of. Looks like it might be eight through eight through nine. It says, and it shall come to pass that all in the land, says the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die, but the th but the third shall be left therein, and I will bring the third part through the fire. And I will remain, re refine them as silver is refined. And I will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name and I shall hear them. And I will say, it is my people. And they shall say, the God is my, the Lord is my God. So this one, when I read it, just when I just read it right there, you know, Again, like I said, these, these verses come to light. So what, what speaks to me is he will try us through the fire and he will refine them as silver is refined. And he will, um, he will, tr um, and will try them as gold is tried. And yes, so can you imagine you know, when you are being tried by the Most High and you're being refined, people think that, oh, you're just going to be downloading. You're just going to have all this magical understanding of life. No. To get a true understanding of things, of life, one, it will take the Holy Spirit to give you discernment. And then two, life lessons. You cannot go through life and get and, and have say that you're being tried by the fire. If you have not learned through your lessons, because like he says, he will put us through that fire and we will call upon his name. Because when you're going through that fire, you'd be like, man, what in the heck is going on? Why is this happening to me? You start saying, yeah, most high can get hear me. And you'd be praying a lot because or you'd be praying or you'd be clinging to him because you, 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 that's all you have. After a while, you start realizing when you're going through things. The most high is all you have. You can have your homies. You can have your brothers and sisters by your side. But I'm telling you, when the most high really wants you to grow, you'll go through a time where you're going through trials and can't nobody help you but him. That's what he wants. So when he says that we'll call out to him and he will hear us and he will say that we are his people. And that also goes into our nation of people. We're going to go through so much as a culture that eventually some of us are going to sit back and say, well, wait a minute, why does the whole world hate us? Why are they like this to us? Why is it, you know, this can happen to us and other things happen to the same culture of people and it's an uproar, but with us, it's like, eh, well, because that's part of the curses of being Israel is that you're going to go through more than other nations and he's doing that to call us back to him. But a lot of us are, really dumb right now there's a lot of black female witches out here and i'll say this and i ain't gonna go there but there's a lot of black female witches out there a lot of hotep nicks a lot of hoteps putting hope and stones and smoke saging the air oh sage is really gonna stop the demons from coming after you yeah right some demons like certain smells Certain demons like certain smells. Certain demons might like certain smells, certain incense. Certain incense will bring out spirits. And so anyway, let's go into second address 15 and let's see. 
I'm going to go to, did I say second address 15? And let's just start with um 56 because this is highlighted. I have second address. A lot of it is um, highlighted, but let's go here. It says, like as thou hast done upon my chosen, says the Lord, even, even so shall God do unto thee and shall deliver thee into mischief. Thy children shall die of hunger, and thou shalt fall through through the sword. Thou city shall be broken down, and all thy all thy shall perish with the sword in the field. They that be in the mountain shall die of hunger, and eat their own flesh. This is some scary stuff, and drink their own blood. For every hunger and for every hunger of bread and thirst of water. So let's say this right here. That's kind of where we're at. We're going to head there. We're kind of at the we're at that peaking point right now because, you know, we have that famine going on. And I've been to one store. I love Trader Joe's, y'all. I love Trader Joe's. And I've been looking for a particular cookie and that thing has not been back in a whole year almost. And I, they, they keep saying, yeah, it's being, it's stocked up over in the shipyard. It's, it's like, oh, okay. By the time the cookies get here, you, you're going to have to throw the whole batch out because they're past, they're almost going to their ex expiration date. And this is the story I'm getting with certain foods. But let me tell you guys something. The most, the, the you have faith in the most high. These famines won't affect you the way it's going to affect these people he's talking about because they don't have no faith and they put their faith into themselves or into um, their money that they don't, you know, they didn't really realize that their food's probably going to be stolen too. So let me just say this because I'm not, but you know, what's so interesting is that he says that they that be in the mountains shall die of hunger. So if you go to Obadiah, he talks about there's a group of people um, who will be in high in, in the mountains. They'll be hidden. You know, you got to think about what's the number one people who have bunkers and trying to go into Mars. You know, they know what's coming. But the gag is, you know, some of us are going to die from this. You know, some of us going to die for whatever purpose, you know, but keep your faith. But if you make it through this famine. Okay. Um, it's all due to the most high because look, I'm looking at second address 15 and 49. It says, I will send plagues upon thee, widowhood, poverty, famine, sword, and pestilence to the waste thy houses with destruction and death. Um, so yeah, we're, we're headed there, you guys. And only the only not only the strong will survive but the, the most faithful of God's servants and those who fear him will survive because this famine won't touch you if you truly believe in the most high so let's see I'm just gonna go I'm not I'm gonna get out of second address I'm gonna go to open no, let's see. Open and open. So let's go to Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastics. I don't know how to say it. Ecclesiastic. Sirach 20. No, sorry. Sirach, Sirach uh, 38. And 38 and 20. Take no heaviness to heart, drive it away, and remember the last days, wait, the last, remember the last end, sorry, um, forget it not, for there's no turning, there's no turning again. Wow, that's so deep right there, you guys. Um, so we go through our trials and we go through things and we typically have a heavy heart, like a heavy, you know, people can die of broken hearts. You know, that's, you know, it's heart attacks, it's, it's strokes, it's all that stuff, you know, having, when I'm, when I, I remember I was stressed out, y'all, 
and I had I got I got start getting, I almost started getting high blood pressure again. I had to pray that away, and I had to stress that off. So, you know that. But how did that happen? Heaviness of heart. Um, maybe food, but I don't know. I it wasn't necessarily because I pretty much intermediate fast. So I don't know. So let's see. heaviness of heart and drive it away and remember it's the last so you're you cannot turn back and look at the last day and keep having this remember remembering of your bad times it's actually you know i, I am i'm going through <laughs> something like that where i'm remembering my life prior like three years ago where my life was compared to where it's been and you know i i could see myself giving heaviness of heart and it doesn't serve me none to do that because what can i do there's no time machine so let's see let's go ahead and i'm going to open something else let's go more back here so let's see right here i open it to luke 20 one and wow i don't know why this is happening but um 21 11 is really really highlighted so it says the great earthquake shall be diverse places and famines and pestilence uh, and fearful signs sights and great signs shall there be from heaven yo so let me tell you guys i go to this one park where i'm at and I so about since I've been there and looking really into the sky, I've seen at least three chariots in the sky or three what they call UFOs or I forgot what they now they named it. Um, now nah, it's not no more UFOs it's something else. But I've seen three of them to the point where I was like, OK, first time I've seen it, I was like, you're are you schizophrenic. And I was like, no, nah, we ain't schizophrenic. <laughs> I said we right. I said, nah, this is really happening. I'm seeing this again. And every time I catch these anomalies in the sky, I try to, you know, the first time I seen it was years ago. And it was very spooky and big. It was scary when I first saw my first UFO. And I was with my daughter and this lady. And I put it on my YouTube. And we only got probably like a thousand views on it. But Throughout the years, I keep seeing them. This time I've seen them again. And I was like, oh, this, these ones over where I'm at, I never really seen the bright ones, the bright ones with the bright lights. I only seen that one time. Usually I always see these these dark bald UFOs. Those, those are, you know, they're always dark. These ones right now that showing themselves, they're lighter. I was able to get one on, um, on my phone. And I also bought binoculars. But what this scripture reminds me of is there shall be great signs in the sky from heaven. Um, and again, a famine, pestilence, monkeypox, COVID-19. <clears throat> Man-made or not, it's here. So let's go ahead and go to something else. All right. John 10. John 10 and what's that 25 the Messiah answered them I told you and ye believe not the works that I do in my father's name that I bear witness of, of me but ye believe not because ye are not my sheep as I said unto you my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they shall follow me and I give give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hands um the my father which give gave them me is greater than all and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hands i and my father are one so I think the reason why I not even put it, put, I got 23. So let me see. Um, no, I'm just going to keep it right here. So, yes, when you are truly after the most high's heart, 
No one is going to be able to pluck you out of the Most High's hands. No one is going to be able to make you turn your back on God. I mean, it might happen for a second. You might have a little weak moment where your faith is little because someone got in your ear. I mean, that happened to me one time. I remember back in 2013, I was learning about who we were as a people. But I remember telling this lady at my old, you know, Caucasian Christian church about my newfound belief. And she told me that we are under grace and God doesn't want us under these laws and push, just leave that alone. And she gave me a nice little bowl of rice and pork that I was, you know, stop, I stopped eating pork for a little bit. But, you know, it reminds me of that scripture where you, you, you hear it and it doesn't sit with you. The, the words don't sit with you. I forget the scripture. I want to say it's in Matthew, but how people will get um, an understanding, but it's not built on strong foundation. So years later, my foundation is built not on sand, though, okay? But yes, this reminds me of that time. And I liken it to we will hear his voice. We will hear him and he will give us eternal life and we will not perish. Meaning, what do you think when you think of perish? You think, well, this body, we're going to die one day. What are you talking about? Meaning your spirit ain't going to perish. You ain't going to have that second death. You're not going to witness that second death. So. Let's go into... I'm going to open up something else. I'm going to end this in 10 minutes because let's see. Uh, opening. Okay. We are in. I am now in 1 Corinthians 10. And let's see. That's a lot. So I'm going to go to 10 and... Ooh. Well, I said 10, right? So let's go ahead. I guess 10 is going to be it. 1 Corinthians 10, and let's start with oh, my back. 3. And did all eat the same spiritual meat? And did all drink, drink, hold up, can't follow, same spiritual drink? For they drank of the spiritual walk that walk, rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were outthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were all our examples to, to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they lusted as they also lusted, neither be ye idolaters, uh, as were some of them. That is as written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up and, and to rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication as of them committed and fell in one day, three and 20,000. Neither let us us tempt Christ as some of them also tempt and were destroyed of the serpent neither murmur ye as some of them are also murmured and were destroyed or destroyers yo so let's go to that murmuring that is my weakness right there murmurs I miss I'm not gonna say I'm claiming that but look I've been trying to really work with the most high like that's that's a that's a beast right there because man I get a lot of out talking crap sometimes, you know, but are just complaining because what was complaining? That's the opposite of faith. When you're complaining, you're like basically telling the most high, <laughs> forget you. I don't got faith that you're going to make this feel better. Instead, I'm going to talk about it till I'm blue in the face because guess what? Talking about it helps me solve my anxiety, helps me solve that depression, helps me vent out what I need to be said. But guess what? 
it helps you know becoming a murmurer it goes to the next step of becoming non-blameless because now you murmur you're talking you're mad you're you're complaining complainings turn into actions to me sometimes like that's just me if i'm complaining i'm gonna want to fix it gonna be some action and that might make me non-blameless because now i'm out here in my feelings not thinking about the cause and effect completely not saying that ain't me i do think about the cause and effect but there's levels to those cause and effect okay so i ain't thinking about it like that but let's go into what it was saying before all that basically you don't want to be a sinner <laughs> you don't want to be out here in this wilderness that are out thrown in the wilderness out here in the world out here in and i'd like in the wilderness not just somebody who's in the wild but literally this nasty dark world we're in right now who are out here ain't hearing no christ they don't care about no law statutes and commandments they say yolo do as thy will they got that spirit rolling in that and they're idolaters they worship men they 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 take hope into the system they commit fornication they they lust after evil things prostitutes money fame power they lust after things that you know are not going to be conducive to their spirit when they die they lust out of things that are not going to be good to them and so what happens is he's like you don't know me because guess what guess what to be of the most high, you got to be in the number one spirit, and that is of love. Yes, I know that's very Christian-like, but from what I gather in my spiritual walk so far is having a walk in love gets you in a lot of places What's in the spiritual realm with the most high, okay? People who are doing all this type of stuff, idolaters, committing a fornication, lusting after things, and you can lust after love too, quiet as it's kept. But if you're not moving in love, all these things are going to succumb to you. Okay? Because love will tell you, hey, they did you wrong, but you got to forgive them. Love will teach you, hey, you know what? Yeah, at the end of the day, forgiveness. Love will help you really come over your forgiveness. I could think about if I, if I was to expose some of the things people have done to me. And I think about what they did to me. No part of me is like angry about it because I have come to terms with it because I moved in love. I forgave that person. I even petitioned the most high to help me when things are very hard to do because you're so apt or you're so, you know, betrayal is a hard thing to get over. But moving in love helped me get over a lot of things and one thing i have not you know done in a minute you know you know and there's fornication could be all kinds fornication is sex but fornication could be into other types of beliefs so anyway that was pretty interesting let me go to another one uh. <clears throat> oh I would like to read this one, but nah. Well, heck yeah, let's go here. Because I always notice that because people are not believing in God no more and they're going to witchcraft, one thing they'll use is they'll use the church as a reason as to why they're not believing in God. Like, that's a very big cop out. Okay, I was in, y'all, not to boost my own horn, but I was in all kinds of wicked ass churches. Okay, ones that even had me deny my true living God because they were telling me the laws are done away with and that's wicked. That's wicked as hell. That was wicked, y'all. Like that really could have, that did set me back actually. That set me back really a lot. Like I, I, it took me a minute when I, when I realized this woman was who she was and what she did to me you know I was figuring out who I was and she really tried to manipulate me because her grandbaby was a, 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 a Russian Jew so me telling her I was a Jew a true Jew 
she did not like that and then she got very angry at me she really tried to snap me out of this 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 out of my god like that was very evil so but guess what and that worked a little bit i ain't gonna lie to y'all i had some setbacks i went into some dark things because i was just like well damn like i know jesus ain't white and he ain't olive in what so <sighs> yeah so anyway set me back sometimes so i want to say this you know don't ever let a church or someone in the church stop you from truly coming to a pure relationship with the most high don't let no man get in your way of believing in the most high and his son because there are some people who are evil out there and they know what they're doing remember there's false prophets everywhere <clears throat> excuse me i am drinking some coffee and i am slurping in your ear my apologies so let's go to first Tim first Timothy three one and I'm gonna see where I'm gonna stop at. I'm gonna see how far I go. But these are I always notice people say, Oh yeah, the people in the church are wicked. So let me go ahead and get my sage and my burning oils and my candles and let me go pray to a bottle law and Isis and let me go ahead and uh go ahead and make my altar. You know, like th those women out there are crazy. Y'all witches who are witches, y'all are crazy. Y'all make no sense. Okay. And, you know, it's a lot of y'all black sisters out there becoming witches. Y'all don't know what the hell you're doing. Y'all are crazy. Crazy. You guys, you guys are like those females in Nature Boys camp. Just dumb and stupid. Stupid. Just dumb. I can't stand some of y'all. <laughs> um this is this is this is a true saying if a man desires the office of a bishop he desires a good work a bishop then must be blameless the husband of one wife vigilant sober uh sober of good behavior giving to hospitality apt to teach not given to wine, no strikers, not greedy, a filthy looker, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous, covetous. I can't say that. Don't judge me. Covetous? I don't know. Uh, one that rules well his own house, having his own children in subjugation with all gravity. So. If you guys really want to look at if your church person is a good man, if he truly, his fruits should show. You got to look at them fruits, y'all. Be wary of a church that doesn't emphasize fruits of the spirit. Because they want to have you living in a gray area where you can't really tell right from wrong when you are around your brothers and sisters and your bishops and your pastors and whomever, whoever you call these people. But if you want to look at somebody as a good man... How is he here? Does he have only one wife? Story time. Story time. <clears throat> so there's this brother who another sister, she introduced me to this brother. And this brother tried to make me his third wife. I said, nah. You know, I just, I wanted, I wanted to come in and listen to what he was talking about. He was on Clubhouse. And I'm just talking away, telling my business, but I'm on Clubhouse and I'm listening to this dude and creepy as hell. This man's creepy as hell. Okay. Just creepy. Thought I was a silly one man laden with sin and lust. No, sir. No, sir. Not me. But he was liking himself to a teacher of Christ. And he likened himself to Christ, as a matter of fact. Um, and he, he, likened, he said that he's the only one that can save Israel. 
and he's a heathen that came to see Israel. He actually brings in people who are just as bugged out as him. So I knew when I was listening to them, I was like, I don't got time for this stuff, but it was entertaining until he started trying to talk about he wanted me to be his wife and I had to bounce. I said, no, sir, you're not going to sit up there. I already got out of somebody trying to hit me and abuse me and control me. I ain't trying to walk back into that. And I like my own man. Even if I was the last man I was with, I was sharing him with the whole neighborhood. But just joking, allegedly <laughs> playing. That's just me playing. Don't take that seriously. I don't want to be caught on to no slanderous stuff. But he did not. I remember I brought this up to him because I was like, <laughs> I already picked game of who he was. So I told him like, but what about the scripture? here when it says that you must have one wife especially if you want to be a teacher oh the matrix starts playing in his mind he starts seeing computers and numbers and he he was like oh man she got out of my trap i was never trapped by him but he could not answer must be blameless that man had beaten his ex-wife so he is still not even divorced and he has already had two marriages with one woman and bringing in another woman and just a hot ass mess. But, excuse my language, hot ache mess, hot, hot mess. But what I want to say is if you really want to go and look at your teacher, the person who's over you, you got to see, does he have these characteristics? Do the men below him? have these characteristics and you'll know if you are in a space where a place where you can possibly grow spiritually you know and you gotta max that in with the fruits of the spirit so is your preacher is he is he does he drink it says not given to wine maybe that means not a drunkard but it doesn't say drunkard i don't know not given to wine maybe just a drunkard um no striker has he ever hit a woman um patient i had somebody i remember one time they yelled at me i was so heated i was like don't yell at me <laughs> yeah i was sensitive but i was also like don't yell at me like i have so much respect for you and you're sitting up here i'm looking at you as a man of god and you can't even control your emotions to stop yelling at me and you want me to control my emotions but you're showing me that you're emotional too and you 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 know you got a little bit of an attitude with me so I peep that. I say, you know, this is not somebody I can be around where I'm going to grow at possibly because you're not showing me how you control your emotions, but yet I got to control mines. So I knew I, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't want to say too much about that, but, um, <clears throat> You don't want, no, you don't want your pre pre uh, preacher out there throwing hands. That'd be horrible. Um, of course, you know, if your preacher doesn't have rule over his own house, his kids are, <laughs> his kids are cutting up left and right. Some are turning gay. Some are out there having, getting, getting girls pregnant, getting boys pregnant, boys pregnant, what? Getting, you know, getting their daughters getting pregnant out there out there selling drugs out there just doing the most and he's a preacher you don't wait a minute wait a minute most high's words don't lie most high is not a liar so if you want to get if he this is the criteria of a man who says he is going to be a teacher his house must be in order now i'm not talking about no grown kids you got grown kids they're grown but your little ones the ones who ain't considered adults by the most high, if they're out of order, but we do know kids can be kids sometimes. Some of them can be, you know, different, but if he's truly has a connection with the most high, his kids should be in order too. you know, that's what scriptures say. You know, I'm not trying to judge nobody because whatever, but you know, those things happen. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's story time apt to teach, you know, is he willing to teach or is he going to be like, oh, I can't talk right now. I got to go whatever. I can't make up nothing right now, but you know, he don't want to teach. He, he needs to go. You got to make a meeting with him. <laughs> 
you you gotta you gotta request time with him. You know, yeah, people are busy, but if you go on through something, you know, are you somebody needs somebody has a spiritual question, you must you why are you gonna have people wait a whole week to get a hold of you? That's not apt to teach. We know how some of these teachers be. They're like, I'm busy. They should be able to pick up their phone. You should be able to get a hold of your preacher, your local preacher. It shouldn't be where you have someone who's so, you know, so high up in the air that you can't even reach them. They should, every, every preacher, every teacher should be reachable. If they, you know, then that's just how it is. I think, you know, when I was in Jehovah Witnesses, the, they had the, they had the, the men, the, the, the watchers, the, the head dudes in Chicago. I always heard about them in Chicago. They, we always, I always get pictures of where these magical men were sitting on this big tower <laughs> and you can't get a hold of them. Yet they, they're here to teach us all knowing of God. It's creepy. They're creepy. Joe witnesses are creepy. Um, but a preacher should be able to be reachable, even through letters sometimes, you know, whatever. But they should be able to get back to you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Okay, let's go to... I'm going to open my Bible to... I'm going to quit because I'm getting tired. Like I said, I was going to quit 10 minutes ago. <clears throat> Let's go to 1 Peter's 4 and 12. Interesting. So... Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you, as though some strange things happen unto you, but rejoice, insomuch as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceedingly joy. Absolutely. So I will tell you this right here. When you go through those trials, <laughs> I'm actually going to, this is one of my, again, one of, this is, this one I do think sometimes you go through things and you're like, you're like, what in the hell's going on? You're going through some things, some strange, concerning, fiery trials, like lies told against you. People coming to you and coming to the court of law and lying on you. Homelessness um, during a, end times, during a famine, people turning their backs on you all because you want to follow the laws of the land and hold people accountable legally. Um, people, you know, blaming you for your abuse or let's say you're going through a health concern you're going through, um, you lost a child, you lost a family member, you're, you're going through job loss, you're going through a car messing up, you're going through, you know, some type of, again, some type of sickness. And it's in, and then, but then it's all these things are happening to you all at once. Now, all the things I listed am I going through? But I was going through some very crazy times and it was multitudes to the point where I was like, what is going on? Is God hating me right now? What did I do? What did I do to God right now? Like I was sitting up here like, okay, let me go sit down and fast. I got to I was asking them to bring some remembrance to me because what is going on? Why is this happening to me? What is going on? I start fasting. I start praying. I start, you know, crying out loud. I just start trying. I go to doctors. I go to, you know, therapists, calling people up, trying to figure out what is going on. Why am I going through so much at once? Not just one little thing, but a lot at once. <sighs> okay. So. This scripture right here reminds me. 
think it not strange concerning your fiery trials. You will you would be freaked out by the amount of things that go on. You're sitting down and you're like going through five different things all at once. And all you can do is sit back and say, what the hell did I do? <laughs> That's all you can do. But this is where all that talk and all that prayer and all that fasting and going inwardly to figure it out. You come out and you realize, dang, you go through the Matthews and you realize, you go through the whole Bible. Heck, you realize the, all the things you went through, some of these men in the Bible went through. Some of the women went through it. So you figure, and then you realize some of the things you're going through, Christ went through. So you start realizing, who am I? <laughs> To go through these trials, who am I? My brother, the Messiah, went through it too. And he made it through. And he came out shiny and beautiful and like bronze. And who am I? Who am I? I stopped thinking it was strange. And I started saying, you know what? Thank you, Most High. Because when I was going through those trials, what happened was, it helped me have such a stronger connection to the Most High that I said, hallelujah. And I'm absolutely for real, y'all, with this. These scriptures really do come to light when you start reading them and you're going through your trials. Let me tell you guys. So I was like, okay. I was like, I'm happy. And I was like, yes. His glory shall be revealed, and ye shall may be glad also and exceeding, exceedingly with joy. Because you realize that you're going through all these trials, and you're going through all your tribulations, and there was a purpose behind it all. You find your purpose. You find your voice. You find your faith. And what the enemy meant to destroy, God took away and made it something precious. And I don't mean to sound Christian-like, but look, y'all, I'm going to tell you guys this. I literally sat with you guys and I opened my Bible. I have all kinds, like, I have all of mostly First um, Peter 4 highlighted. I think I do. Pretty much all of this highlighted. And over here, too. But... I literally opened my Bible to all these verses and I want, it's so crazy how they all are tying into me and into these trials. <laughs> and it's just crazy, excuse me, you guys, but it's really crazy how the Most High, when you read your scriptures, how it, they communicate with you. I was just coming on here because I, I just wanted, I just thought about like, let's, let me just open my Bible and read some scriptures that I highlighted in here and go over it. But I noticed every scripture I was just opening to, they all coincided with each other. That was quite interesting. I didn't do that purposely at all. And I didn't really pick and choose what I wanted to read. Some of them I was like, I think some things I highlighted, I highlighted when I was having a different understanding of what I was reading. So when I read it real quick, I was like, wait a minute, wait, wait. Well, then I had to highlight this for, so I had to go back and read it and get into, you know, the spirit more to understand what I was seeing in the in that in the highlight. Because some of them things, I was like, what, what was I highlighting this for? But for the most part, I didn't pick and choose because, you know, I didn't. For the most part, um, and it's just interesting. So that's just right there how the spirit was, you know, working right there. Um, and we, you know, I want to give all praise and honor and glory to the Most High that he deemed us all worthy of him to to taste his, you know, taste the sweet nectar of his life that he gives us. We can go through so many things and the fact that we have held on and like, can't nobody make me feel like God don't exist. Like, it, it, you know, some people might come on my podcast and you know, it's quickly, it could be quickly turning into some religious talk, but I don't care. I'm never going to deny the most high, but some people might come onto this podcast and really hear some things. We're all going to be going through trials and some of us are going to be thinking, what the heck is going on? He says, think it not strange that you are going through fiery trials. 
and those those words sit very true um all praise and honor goes to the most high he is a beautiful loving merciful god that loves us all who wants us all to come into his fold who wants us to feel and love each other and he wants us to be the best we can be he wants to bring us to perfection and that is an honor that he has taken his time and has chosen me to possibly fulfill that role i mean think about it we're gonna be like in the days of noah where there's gonna be only a few people left who have his holy spirit who have his light calls it the remnant we were just talking about the the other you know the the thirds would be out the two thirds are going to die but the third are going to be tried through that fire and when you're really going through it fighting your demons he you, you gotta be so humbled that this true living god thought you were worthy of this he thought you were worthy and i'm gonna tell you guys something Again, can't nobody tell me God don't exist. Now, I had experiences with the Most High where I felt his presence on me. And people think I'm, you know, maybe people might think I'm bugged out. But I've experienced a lot of paranormal things. I've experienced a lot of things in this life to know that what I see right now is not all what I'm seeing with my, I could see things with my bare eyes. But if I had spiritual eyes, I'd probably be scared. That's why I ain't gonna lie to you. People closest to me, <laughs> I know I'm supposed to fear the Lord, but I keep a nightlight, okay? <laughs> I keep a nightlight because I don't want to be surprised with something, some dark shadow figure or something in my room or, you know, things moving around, like, especially if I feel like I'm not alone. And that's just because I know that there's other things to this world that meets the eye. And, you know, sometimes they, they be chilling. They might not say, they might not say nothing to you. They might not move nothing. You might not hear them. But they're there, and that freaks me out sometimes. I'll be like thinking, "Damn, man, this is crazy!" Like, there's a whole bunch of could be some spiritual beings around you, you would never know. Today's side to say peekaboo, you sitting up there scared. Anyway, but when I had the experience with the Most High, you know, I will always remember that. You know, there's been times where I have people pray for me and. Just the amount of, you know, that the, the sense and the presence of the most most highest Holy Spirit, the immediate calm and peace that I have received. Absolutely. Um, you guys, it can bring tears to my eyes because when he when he's working with you, you, you can literally be in your worst shape in your life. Feeling as though you have no hope. But when he's with you. And his Holy Spirit is with you. He gives you that hope. He gives you that peace. I, I have my moments where I'm like. I have my moments. You know, brother I was talking to. He was like, sis, you're being carnal. Ah, he was right. And I was disappointed in myself. Because my faith wasn't as strong as it needs to be. So it's just more of a challenge for me. Like, okay. I'm being carnal. I'm starting to worry again. I'm starting to panic. I'm starting to ask why. I'm starting to get, you know starting to get a little Joby and his response to people. So <clears throat> it is such an honor. It's such an honor that he is paying attention to me. Little old me. Little me in this whole entire world where there's so many people, so many people in different continents, people I've never laid my eyes on. Millions of other people and most high is paying attention to little oh me in this whole entire world. You think about that. Say that out loud to yourself. How this whole world, the most high is paying attention to you, not because of all the way your works and you're keeping the laws, but he's actually, you can sense his spirit. He's giving you a peace. He's giving you an understanding. He's helping you forgive and love. He's helping you to keep his laws. He's helping you to 
do the things you need to do. You know, charity. <sighs> Giving charity, doing charity, doing charity, you know. And charity could be just smiling at somebody and having a quick conversation. Because ain't nobody smiling and talking to nobody no more. Woo. People ain't smiling and uh, saying hi. People are just looking down and acting scared. You know, COVID, the whole, all of that. Um, the love of many's waxing cold. So when we actually acknowledge each other, it does something. To, I've, I've been outside, y'all, and there's this late old lady in a wheelchair and she's just sitting there just sitting there with her groceries outside the Amazon store just chilling I just turn around I look at her and I say hey how are you how are you doing today ma'am and then you know her face and her whole energy lit up and that wasn't me giving her no money that wasn't me doing anything that was just acknowledging her like that could be charity you guys our charity could be, you know, you see a brother or sister starting a business or um, you see a brother or sister, um, anything. You just give them something. It could be, a, again, it could be an acknowledgement. And, you know, we got to be really, really thankful that the Most High has chosen us. And it's an honor. It's absolutely an honor. You know, I don't want to disappoint the most high. So, y'all, I've been so disciplined. Um, sometimes I have moments, you know, and I immediately go and I repent. Because I'm like, all right, we don't got to stay <laughs> there. Okay? We don't got to stay there. But I have my moments. <clears throat> and because the most high Holy Spirit dwells in me, he immediately tells me, I was wrong. Shouldn't do that. Then I get immediately. I start feeling bad, and it brings me into repentance. Then I then I still feel bad, even though I repented, because I'm like I could have done better. So, that's when you know the Most High is working with you. In these horrible dark times, you just thinking horrible about someone brings you to a sad state. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You showing true love to somebody who hates you. That's a tough thing right there. You got a whole Saul after you. And you still praying for that person. That's a tough pill to swallow, y'all. To forgive someone who ain't even sorry. Tough pill to swallow. But he puts us through that because he's trying us. He wants us to get to a point where we have total dependence onto him. Because remember, we're free to do whatever the heck we want. He is not holding us to anything. He says this. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. If you love him, you'll keep his commandments. He didn't say keep my commandments or I'm gonna I'm gonna thug you out. He didn't say any of that stuff, right? He let us do what we want to do, but he knows we know that the commandments are not grievous. Right? I said I'm gonna thug you out. Thug you out, I don't know. I guess that means he's gonna beat you up. But his commandments are not the grievous. Okay. So and, and it honestly, it helps you live a pure life. The Bible, the Most High knows what's best for us. And when we surrender to that power, we end up becoming much more better. Some of us got to learn the hard way. I'm one of those dumb people that got to learn the hard way. I hate that about myself. So I've been learning how to just take people's words um, and, and, and use more wisdom you know, don't, don't, don't sit up there and get, you know, don't give hope to situations where you can tell this is going to be bad and accepting things as what I see it, not how I want to see it, not taking, looking at things as potential. Those are things I've learned. So, you know, anyway, 
I just wanted to come on here to talk to y'all about this and I hope you guys enjoyed my little bit of rambling. You know, it was, it was a little bit of ramble. Sorry. Um, with that, I just wanted to say shalom.